Welcome to the Pillar of Fire podcast. I'm your host, Prophet Jeffrey Marshall. It's such an honor to share this moment in time with you. I look forward to sharing what the Father has for us as men in such a time as this. Listen, I celebrate you. Yes, you. You that's listening. I celebrate your walk. I celebrate right where you are right this moment. Whether you building, whether you tearing down, whether you cleaning up, this is a safe place, a safe space that we will work together as men to get better so that we can do better. Real men, real issues. Let's go. Out about David's reputation last week, his reputation went before him. People knew about him before people knew about him. See, people know about you even right now. But let's 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 take it to the next step. Let's take it to the next level, because sometimes even though people know who we are, they still overlook us. They still um, um, overshadow us. And that's OK. Those things will happen. But we just got to make sure that we ready when the spotlight is on, that we look for the spotlight. And when I say the spotlight, I'm not talking about being seen or being heard. I'm talking about allowing the light of God to be shined on us, to be shined on us so that that the power of God can be seen in us. That the power of God can be made manifest through us, that the power of God can be the evidence that there is a God that can change lives, that can heal, that can set the minds free, that can do things that are supernatural. First Samuel, the 17th chapter. The war's going on for 40 days and 40 nights. Quick backdrop for 40 days and 40 nights. This war going on. And as the war, the battle, it, it, it hasn't even started. It's about to start for 40 days and 40 nights. It's this brother named Goliath that is just out here acting a plum fool. Taunting, cussing him out, calling him out. He ready to fight because he's the champion. He has not been defeated. Understand something about champions back then. It wasn't like, uh, you know, UFC or boxing. You know, you lose a fight, you get the belt. No, you lose a fight, you die. <laughs> so, so his championship was very well earned. It was very well respected. And so you knew when you stepped out there, one or two things were going to happen. You were going to kill him or he was going to kill you. There's no in-between. There's nobody going to break up the fight. No, it's life or death. And that man was willing to die. Something when you... I, I don't know if you've ever been in a situation where it's a life or death situation. Life or death situations are life-defying. Because you never look at life the same after you deal with a life or death situation. And, and, and if you are up against a situation as crazy as a Goliath, I'm going to stay right there, a, a Goliath type situation. I'm talking about a situation that is so big, so crazy. Every day you wake up, it's right there. It reminds you that it has not went anywhere. It's literally cursing you out. It is literally taunting you because the Bible tells us that for 40 days, Every morning and evening, the Philistine champion strutted in the front of the Israelite army. Strutted. Wow, that's deep. That takes 
guts. That takes a level of arrogance. That takes a level of uh, haughtiness. In, a, in the midst of a battlefield, you're strutting like a peacock. You're daring them. You're daring them. He, he literally for 40 days dared them to come out and fight. He got so deep to where he said, listen, if you come out and fight me, we'll be your slaves. That's how crazy it got. And it was so bad that when David got there, David heard something. And this is what I want to leave you with. This is why I say I, I want to I want to say this. You are not new to this. You are true to this. You're not new to whatever you find yourself in. You true to it because you made it through one time before. And guess what? If you are not and if you have not went through this, you went through something. And if you went through that something, you can get through this. Already tested, already proven. That's what that means. You're not new to this. You're true to this. And I'm not trying to, to, to dumb it down, but I'm trying to get it to the simplest form. You've been already tested and you've been already proven. Don't let nobody, nothing, no Goliath try to redefine what you've already been tested on and already been proven in. So as David got there, he got there in time to hear the taunts. He heard this and was appalled. He heard this and was shocked. He heard this and was thrown off. Let's read this, 1 Samuel 17, 23. As he was talking with them, Goliath, the Philistine champion from Gath, came out from the Philistine ranks. Then David heard him shout his usual taunt to the army of Israel. See, before this, David wasn't there. But he was still spewing his hate. He was still strutting. But it's something about when you get the right person in the right place. It don't matter who's there. It don't matter how many. It don't matter uh, uh, what it looks like. When the right person is in the right place saying the right thing and hearing the right thing. It brings the right power of God. It sets the right tone. It sets the right atmosphere to God to do what he has always done. And because David had a reputation, because David already had been tested, because David already had been proven, David knew, I'm not new to this, I'm true to this. Who is this? And then as David was talking to them, he started hearing about what was going to happen if somebody killed him. As soon as the Israelite army saw him, this is the 24th, 24th verse, they began to run away in fright. So watch this. The first thing that happens is that they hear him because the Bible tells us in 23 that David heard him shout his usual taunt to the army. So they heard him. They heard him. So they heard him. And what they heard was a taunt. It, it set the tone. What they heard in their ears set the tone to what's about to happen in their bodies because in the next verse it tells us that they start to run away when they see him so they see him every day now they know what's gonna happen somebody gotta fight them and they start running away in fright 
They don't just run away. They run away in fright. They run away in fright. Has anybody ever been frightened? Fright is nothing to play with. Fright will take you out. Let's look that up. Let's look up what fright is. Fright. And we'll, we do this together. So if you hear my keys typing, I'm, I'm typing in together. Because look, as we flow, we flow together, right? This that safe space. Fright is a sudden, intense feeling of fear. Sudden and intense feeling of fear. What is fear? Fear is an unpleasant emotion. Watch this. Caused by the belief that someone or something is dangerous, likely to cause pain or a threat. Goliath was dangerous. Some of our situations that we deal with, that we wrestle with, that we wake up to, that we go to sleep to every night are dangerous. They will do damage. They will cause fear. They will inflict pain. They will usher fright right into the front row of your life. And we see it evident on the battlefield. But then David heard, wait a minute. So what happens? Because as we read this, it says, um, the 25th verse, have you seen the giant? The men asked. He comes out each day to defy Israel. And the king has offered a huge reward to anyone who kills him. He will give that man one of his daughters for a wife and the man's entire family will be exempt from paying taxes. David asked the soldiers standing nearby, what will a man get for killing this Philistine and ending his defiance of Israel? Who is this pagan Philistine anyway that he's allowed to defy the armies of the living God. So there's a few things going on here. So David is tripping out like, wait a minute, what? He gets what? But then you see him shift to another place. He says, who is this pagan Philistine that he's allowed? How are y'all allowing this? Do you know who you are? You all are the armies of the living God. How are you allowing this? Do you know who you are listening to this? Whoever you are, I want you to say and insert your name. I'm going to show you how to do it. Jeffrey, do you know who you are? Do you know what you've been through? Do you know what, what test you've passed? You've already been tested and you've already been proven. You are new. You're not new to this. You're true to this. You're not new to fighting. You're not new to pain. You're not new to warring. You're not new to this. Buckle up. Stand up. Get up. Let's go. And I'm going to make the deal even sweeter. I'm going to bless you with it. So in David's mind, David, I could, man, rubbing his hands together. What? I can get a wife? What? My family exempt from taxes? What? And he's asking this because he wants to be sure. He needs to be clear. He needs to be sure, clear, and understand because he is about to execute. I love that. David getting his ducks in a row. He's let me make sure that I'm hearing what I'm hearing right because I know what I heard Goliath say. I know what I hear him saying, but I need to know that y'all not talking from a place of fear and a place of fright because I just seen y'all run away from this dude and, and, and y'all talking. But let me make sure y'all talking what's right. Are you sure? And then David go to another group. Are you sure? And as he's confirming what he heard, his brother, his brother start tripping out. His brother, his brother says, 
with David. The Bible says when David's older brother Eliab heard David talking to the men, he got angry. What you doing around here anyway, he demanded. What about those few sheep you supposed to be taking care of? I know the pride. I, I know about your pride and deceit. You just want to see the battle. See, there's some people that are, are even in your family, even in your circle that don't want you in the midst of breakthrough. They don't want you to be. They can't even stand your very presence. They can't. Remember, David was anointed king in front of him. So he's already feeling some type of way. He already feeling some type of way. He didn't he didn't told David you, you he didn't call David deceitful and prideful. Wow. You supposed to be focusing on the battle and you worried about me. But I love how David embraced this. He said, what have I done now? I'm only asking a question. Call it out, David. Keep your ducks in a row, David. Call it out, Jeff. Keep your ducks in a row, Jeff. No matter how hard the wind blow, keep your ducks in a row because you are on execute mode. You are locked in. You are loaded. You know what you heard. You know what you heard. You know what you heard. And if you know you heard it, execute on it. You know what God told you to do. You know God told you to write that book. You know God told you to, to, to make that phone call. You know God told you to start that business. You know God told you to restore that relationship. You know what God told you. You know God told you to call your daughter. You know God told you to call your son. You know God told you to have that sit down talk with your spouse. You know what God told you. Yes, it's a Goliath. Yes, you afraid. You Listen, you've probably been taunted with it for four days, 40 days, four years, 40 weeks. I don't know how long, but it is a Goliath. It is huge. It is something that seems insurmountable. You have not been able to do it. But guess what? Guess what? You hearing this thing today. You hearing this podcast this moment. This is a new thing. Right place, right time. Real men, real issues. Here we go. Guess what happened? Guess what happened? The king found out about David talking. The king called David in. Look, man, you my servant. You my armor bearer. What's going on? What, what you doing? So David tells him before he can even start talking to him and before he can even usher that out there to him, don't worry about this Philistine. I'm going to fight him. Saul tells David, don't be ridiculous. No, you're not. There's no way you can fight him. Listen, you a boy. He has been a man of war since he was a boy. David flips the whole conversation. And I love this. And I believe this is where God needs us as men to flip this conversation when we have it with ourselves. Flip this conversation when we when we have those battles in our minds. Flip the conversation. David persisted. You got to be persistent. Just because they say no don't mean the next person going to say no. Just because they don't want to don't mean the next person not going to want to. Just because you don't feel like it don't mean you don't keep going. David persisted. Listen, listen, King. I, I, no disrespect, but I've been taking care of my father's sheep and goats. When a lion or a bear comes to steal a lamb from the flock, I go after it with a club and rescue the lamb from its mouth. If the animal turns on me, 
I catch it by the jaw and club it to death. I've done this to both lions and bears. Do you hear that? The confidence, not cockiness, the confidence. This is what I've done. This is what I do. And I will do it up to this pagan too. For he's defied the armies of the living God. You disrespected God. For 40 days, you've disrespected God. There's no way. How is he even allowed to do this? How are these issues even allowed to exist in our minds when we have, have, have overcome so many things? Some of us have overcome alcoholism. Some of us have overcame depression. Some of us have overcame drug abuse. Some of us have overcame molestation. Some of us have overcame some of the most horrific things some of us have overcame gun violence. Some of us have overcame street life. Some of us have overcame some things that, 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 listen, the average person just could not even handle, couldn't make it through, but you did. You have already been tested and already proved. You are not new to this. You true to this. This is why it's so important for you to stand up. You, your scars there for a reason. You survived for a reason. Remember last week? Yeah, you. David was there for a reason. See, see, the other soldiers couldn't couldn't operate like David. Sometimes it take a specialist to come in. Remember, we found out David was a man of war. He already had that reputation, but he wasn't used to fighting men. He was used to fighting lions and fighting bears. So when you bring someone in that's really used to fighting life and death, and then you put them up against a champion who is physically a, a, a superior, the, the physical superiorness, his history of being a man of war since his youth, none of that matters. Because he ain't never fought no lion. He's never fought a bear. And if he did, guess what? I've done it and I'm, I'm going to keep doing it. This is what I do. You have fought some lions in your life, man of God. You fought some lions in your life, my brother. You fought some things and you are and have been consistently victorious. So what you got to remember about that is that that victory proved you. That was a test and you passed it. So just like David, just like David, you got to persist. David was persistent. Listen, I, I already know what I'm going to do because I already did this with them. When they turn, if they turned on me, let me tell you what I do. So he either going to lay down or I'm going to kill him. <laughs> he's, he's either going to lay down or I'm going to kill him because he says, I've done this to both lions and bears and I'll do this to this pagan Philistine too. He says, the Lord who rescued me, watch this, he rescued me from the claws of the lion and the bear will rescue me from this Philistine. That's powerful to me because that lets me know that David is okay with falling into a place where I need to be rescued. Some of us, some of us are ashamed that we need to be rescued. Some of us don't want to be rescued because because if you wanted to, you need to open your mouth. And some of us are too prideful. Some of us are too shameful. Some of us are too macho. Some of us are too egotistical. But look at this great man who understood, I know where my help come from. He rescued me from the claws of the lion and the bear. And if I get into a sticky situation, he gonna rescue me from this Philistine. 
I'm not worried about him. Line up my prize. <laughs> with that said, with that said, I, I pray that this pushes you. I pray that this encourages you. I pray that this, this one here hits home. I pray that this hits a place where you realize your Goliath really is not. Your Goliath really is not. Yes, yeah, big. Yes, yeah, been there. Yes, yeah, strutting. Yes, yeah, talking crazy. Yes, yes, yes. All of the above. Check, check, check. Yes. But God, you've got some but God moments, brother, that I need you to, to, to tap back into. You've got some but God moments that I need you to be reminded of. I, you've got some but God moments that I need you to go back to so that that can push you into your place of victory. Amen. I love you all. Listen, be encouraged. Be encouraged. Subscribe to this podcast. Share the information. Let's get the word out. Let's keep building. Let's keep going. Let's keep growing. Let's go higher. Let's do it. Let's cut down those Goliaths. Let's let's sever the heads off of those Goliaths. And Father God, I thank you just for this moment. For we claim victory in our lives. We thank you for delivering us out of the hands of our enemies, of our minds, of, of, of anything that opposes you that will cause us to not be who you've called us to be. And we thank you for this moment. In Jesus' name, amen. As always, I love you, brothers. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Be blessed. Love you all.